Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Weekly Update, Brandify's podcast where we focus on recent changes and updates in the local search space in order to help you prepare for the week ahead. I'm Dustin Hayes, Director of Marketing at Brandify, and I'm joined by my co-host, Damian Rawlson, Brandify's VP of Market Developments and Strategic Partnerships. Thanks for joining us today. Now let's jump into your weekly update. Hello. In our first item for this week, Yelp has launched several new features to update its ad offerings for local businesses, uh, including custom location targeting and budget recommendations powered by machine learning. So the custom location targeting feature lets businesses specify locations where they want their ads to appear. Uh, Previously, ads could only appear within a certain radius around the business location, but now businesses can specify zip codes, cities, or neighborhoods where they want people to see their advertisements. Uh, Budget recommendations are based on analysis of previous campaign performance, look like audiences and other factors with this new machine learning based recommendations feature. Yelp has also expanded the Yelp Connect tool, which previously let businesses send updates to users who had chosen to follow that business. But now businesses can use Yelp Connect to send messages to people who have searched for similar businesses or relevant business categories. There are a few other updates, including a um, newly revamped Yelp for Business mobile app that contains uh, more functionality that was previously only available in the desktop version of Yelp for Business, as well as a new guide Yelp has published to help businesses who are interested in marketing themselves on the platform. Google will apparently be adding more metrics soon to the new GMB performance report, as evidenced by updates to GMB help documentation shared on Twitter recently by Stefan Sombrick. In particular, the documentation lists driving direction requests and website clicks as metrics that are or will soon be part of the performance report. These familiar metrics from GMB Insights were conspicuously missing when Google first launched the performance report screen, whose interactions chart initially included just calls and messages, and was recently updated to include bookings. Presumably, driving direction requests and website clicks will appear in that same chart. The latest version of the performance help documentation has a few other interesting nuggets. For instance, it explains that views and performance may be lower than in Insights, due to the fact that Google is attempting to count views by unique user rather than all views. The documentation states, quote, a user can be counted a limited number of times if they visit your business profile on multiple devices and platforms, such as desktop or mobile, and Google Maps or Google Search. Per breakdown device and platform, a user can only be counted once a day. Multiple daily visits aren't counted. The documentation also has this to say about direction requests. Quote, we changed how we tally unique direction requests to account for things like multi-tapping, direction request cancellation, and spam. We expect the new direction request metric to more accurately represent the number of times an individual consumer requests directions to your business. We are still experimenting with a new version of the metric, so the old one is still available on the GMB Insight page. Neither of these new performance metrics seems to be live quite yet. Next, some information about how to filter Google reviews that may go missing. Uh, This comes from Jason Brown, who writes on the Local You blog 
that a lot of users in recent days have been complaining about Google over aggressively removing reviews from publication. Brown notes that Google does often remove reviews that contain certain special characters and uh, words or um, content that Google doesn't uh, usually permit. This would include things like email addresses, URLs, pound signs, dollar signs, certain other icons and special characters. These are known reasons why Google might filter out a review, but recently removed reviews didn't seem to contain any of that type of content. So Brown ran several tests and discovered a workaround for users who aren't be able to get their reviews to publish. And basically the workaround involves first posting a star rating only for the business and then going back and editing that review in order to add review text. So for the time being, these um, presumably uh, filtered by mistake or filtered over uh, reviews that are filtered over aggressively can be uh, fixed or you can um, use this workaround that uh, Jason Brown has discovered in order to get those reviews to publish. This year's virtual Google I.O. event starts tomorrow, running through Thursday, and includes several SEO-oriented presentations on the agenda, such as preparing for page experience ranking, what's new in search, and prepare for a more private web. There are several other sessions of interest to SEOs, as well as a session on AI, machine learning, AR, app development, and a wide variety of Google products. Sessions will be broadcast at specific times as indicated in the full schedule, but there will also be session replays and the ability to view content on demand. You can find a link to uh, the IO presentation and the full schedule on our Brandify blog. Next, we have a new piece from Mike Blumenthal, who writes on the Near Media blog about uh, why most business reviews now come from Google. Uh, Blumenthal conducted a study of a 200 location restaurant chain where uh, he looked at review volumes over the course of several years from 2013 to 2020. And he was looking at review, review volumes on Google, Facebook, Yelp, TripAdvisor, and Zomato. He found that from 2013 to 2015, the dominant review sites for this restaurant chain were Yelp and TripAdvisor, with Google's review, review volume being uh, far lower than those two, uh, Facebook and, and Zomato somewhere in the middle. Um, but in, the, in that period of time, he explains, this is when Google Plus, the um, the, the, the ill-fated uh, Google uh, social network was still around and it was harder to leave reviews for a local business. You had to have not only a Google account, but also a Google Plus account. So there were barriers to doing this, um, which caused fewer people to leave reviews. But in the time since then, Google has made that process much, much easier. Of course, uh, in 2015, they also launched the Local Guides program, which has been very successful. And as of this year, there are 150 million local guides throughout the world. Uh, much of what they do is writing reviews of businesses. And Google has also launched tools that encourage businesses to ask for reviews. So as a result of all of these activities, Google uh, review volumes grew significantly year over year. Uh, in the period 2016 to 2018, there was some pretty remarkable growth. And uh, in Blumenthal's study, Google overtook all other platforms for the restaurant chain for the first time in 2017. 
uh, between the years of 2018 to 2020, a surprising 89% of this restaurant chain's reviews came from Google as compared to the other sites. So a real uh, a growth trajectory for Google reviews, at least as it relates to the volume of reviews. Of course, people can contest whether those reviews are as high quality as reviews on some other sites, since they often tend to be shorter, sometimes don't even contain text at all. But certainly Google has done a good job of building review volume and is now, um, at least by volume, uh, certainly the dominant uh, provider of business reviews today. Google Maps on Android recently added a prompt directly into the default search box to search for COVID-19 vaccines. This feature has not yet appeared on Maps for iOS, but on the web, users may see a similar banner underneath the main search box. This new prompt appears in addition to COVID-19 info and vaccine locations in the Explore tab and the COVID-19 info callout map overlay in Google Maps. In search, of course, Google has launched multiple features during the course of the pandemic to customize search result pages related to COVID-19 information, as well as testing and vaccination availability. That's a wrap on this week's updates. Thanks for tuning in. Be sure to check us out on Brandify.com and the Brandify blog, where you can find more information about the topics we've covered here today. You can also subscribe to the weekly update on your favorite podcast service so you never miss an episode. I'm Dustin Hayes, along with Damian Rawlison, and we'll see you next time on the weekly update.